Zook Binders is the go-to album company for professional photographers looking for a high-quality partner. For 26 years, they've been servicing mid- to high-end studios like Washington Photo and complement this with a full suite of services such as album design, image selection, photo editing, video editing, and website design. Visit them at zookbinders.com and listen to the podcast with their founder, Mark Zucker, on episodes 7 and 53. Coming up now on Visual Wow. But at the end of the session, like it always happens, people come up to you to chat. And you're right, Haley, I remember we were standing there online, so to speak. And when you told me, like, you're a student, and I mentioned, well, you know, the company I own, I worked at and graduated college. So I, too, my experience in events was exactly like yours as a student. Yeah. And there really wasn't an industry known for that. It was a paragraph in an advertising book. So I know we chat a little bit, and then you handed me your business card. And remember this, I was very impressed that you had a business card because when I went to the first ILEA, International Live Event Association, which, which is now, which was ISIS, the International Special Event Society event. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Visual Wow. The podcast for people passionate about live events. We're obsessed with creating and capturing those wow moments. This is the place the top pros come to share their secrets. Now, here's your host, Jack Hartsman. Welcome back, Visual Audience. I am Jack Hartsman, your host. I'm very excited today to introduce you to Haley Fadden. She is an ASU student, someone that I met at the Cater Source Conference back in July in Miami Beach. Haley, welcome to the program. Thank you so much for even thinking of me to come on today. You know, I'm thinking about you and, and when we started talking about this a few weeks ago, because you honestly reminded, reminded my, uh, my wife and I, Monica and I, a lot about who we were just a few years ago at your ripe age, coming into this industry without the guidance and counsel and conferences like Cater Source to go to. And you just had a great spark in your eye and you, you had a, a very evident thirst for, for the industry, not to mention you found yourself kind of hooked <laughs> up with somebody really important in my life, the incomparable Jacqueline Bernstein. And there couldn't be a better person for you to hook up with at a conference, a trade show in the event industry than hooking up with Jacqueline. She is absolutely somebody that that can lead lead and guide you into this industry, et cetera, um, mm-hmm. and, and help you kind of point you in the right direction. So tell me what that whole experience was like for you. It definitely was nerve wracking going into it. It's the first time I really traveled by myself, first time traveling that far of a distance from little old town Arizona here that I never really traveled before getting into the events industry. So that was just already the first thing that was like on my plate dealing with in the nerves department. But then I knew like I have to make the most of this experience, especially traveling that far of a way and this young. So my goal was just to network as much as I can and just try to prove myself and network and connect with people in the industries to become mentors. They know better than to be a part of the broadcast. And lo and behold, because she was so important in your life, uh, Wait a second. she was so important to you and your experience at Cater Source's special event, the one and only Jacqueline Bernstein is joining us here spontaneously live from New York. Oh my goodness. How you doing, JB? 
I am so fabulous and I'm so excited. My brother Jack brought me in to see my little protege, Haley. Oh my goodness. Thank you for surprising me. We were about to talk great things about you. So I'm oh, glad you well, get to hear good. me. I'll be very quiet. I love to hear those things. <laughs> so so Haley. Speak more. It's more than social media, but I need to connect with you more. So yes. Haley, how does a how does a college kid? I'm gonna really I'm gonna talk you down for a minute. And, That's gonna, okay. and then I'm gonna let Jacqueline talk you back up again. So she's been talking me up for decades. So you just get in on the ground level. It's never a bad thing to have Jacqueline talking you up. So Haley, you, you're, you're, mm-hmm. you're a ripe two decades old. You are at ASU. You're involved with the event industry and you decide to pick up spend must've cost you several thousand dollars to up and cross the entire country. You're going to go from, from the heat of Arizona to the heat of Miami <laughs> beach and jump into a special events conference. What made you like, not just dig down deep inside of yourself, but into your wallet to make that big jump. Well, I think mentorship is really what started that conversation in my head of thinking like, I think it's time to step out into the real world, especially I got into the events industry during the peak of the pandemic. So all my experiences and even like getting started in the industry have been virtual. So I was like, it's time to put my skills to the test and try this out in person. But I had really great mentorship from Stephanie Jaco, who used to work with me. And then she just kept mentoring me on the side and she brought up what Cater Source was and found a really cool resource for me to get a scholarship from the Live Events Coalition to go out there. So it definitely was something where I'm like, this is scary. It took me a second to be like, I can do this. But once I got out there, it was so rewarding to be able to connect with you all and just hear like the things that people preach to me and in mentorship, I got to hear from all of you and see you all live it. So I think that's the best example I could have. Which by the way is way better than seeing us all dead. I just want to go on the record about that. (laughs) So Mentorship, something Jacqueline and I certainly agree with and believe in is wholeheartedly. Big shout out to Live Events Coalition for all the great things that they have been doing for the last year and a half. And of course, providing scholarships for people like yourself. And then on one fine day, you walk into a seminar in the lovely, overly huge Miami Convention Center, and you find yourself staring at president and founder of Empire Force Events, America's longest lasting, longest owned, self-owned DMC in New York City, United States, planet Earth, and a few. I don't know if it's America, but definitely New York City. I love that. I love that. And so you find yourself staring at my dear friend Jacqueline Bernstein. And tell me, (laughs) I know what it's like. I know what it's like every time I see Jacqueline Bernstein, but through your eyes, tell me what it's like. Yes. Well, I do have to say the part that shows you how much she impacted me is like rewind it right before walking into that room because it was my second day of the conference and I was still trying to get like my footing together. It's still like very scary to have to connect with people. And like the night before I'm like, Oh, tomorrow I have to connect. Like I need to go and fulfill as much as I can here. So walking into that room, I was like kicking off my day and hearing Jacqueline talk about what she did during the pandemic, just really stuck out to me, especially because I think event professionals that didn't just like pivot during COVID, but pivoted in a way of like being an advocate for the industry. Remember I said on stage, we didn't pivot. Yes. I'm still shaking it up. Yes. And which is just something that's like really incredible to think about because in hard times, most people give up, but you did not give up at all. 
And I really resonated with that. So out of all the speakers, I was like, Miss Jacqueline, I have to go up to you afterwards to tell you how much that just inspired me. So I waited my little turn behind everybody else wanting to hype Jacqueline up and just tried to introduce myself. I have a little business card that I gave to her because I was still a little nervous. So I was like, I'm just going to introduce myself, pass my business card along. But that's when it just sparked a good conversation with her. And we realized we're more alike. And now I have a great role model to look up to. Oh, my God. How are we more alike? I want to hear that. Well, I think you're just so like passionate about everything you do. And I definitely resonate. Jacqueline Bernstein, passionate. Are you kidding me? I mean, at least Haley, you've got a beautiful microphone in front of you. Your audio sounds fantastic. And there's my friend Jacqueline, who I bought a nice microphone. It's right here. (laughs) It's in another zip code. Oh, my God. When you put it closer to your mouth, it's amazing how much better it works. It's not on. Yeah, I know. That's the funny part. (laughs) So, so Haley, so I just want to share with you that your experience, like seeing Jacqueline, knowing who she is in the industry, and you kind of focused your target on her, that you know, that's what you want to be like when you grow up and you, you put yourself, you know, in harm's way, you put yourself right in front of her to get her attention and just, you know, a little bit about, about the professional and my friend Jacqueline. And she Mm -hmm. saw that. She saw that in your eyes and she saw that in your heart. And from what I saw was then glued to you or you were glued to her for the next 48 hours. And I'll just share with you that when I first saw Jacqueline, it was a slightly different experience in a hotel in San Francisco. And all I saw was, was black hair and boots coming down an escalator. And I turned to my partner, Monica, and I said, I don't know who that is, but I need to meet her. And I literally stood in, in the middle of a hallway so she couldn't pass without <sighs> talking to me. And I said, I don't know who you are, but I need to know you. And that is how my relationship with Jacqueline started about wow. 20, 30 long time it's 95 ago. 95 or 94. Yeah, something something way back a long time ago. So 27. Wow. So 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 what was the experience like? Let's give a little shout out to Cater Source and, and uh yeah. before we do that, could I just give the not the counter, but what was happening on my side? Okay, Jacqueline, I think it's a great idea. I'm sorry for jumping ahead. That's no, okay, it's okay. So what happened was I can't believe I'm gonna admit this here. I am very nerdy when it comes to speaking, that I make sure I read what session says. So I actually state what the deliverables are. So I say, you're, I won't say it's it said in your booklet that the session booklet, look how old school said that this session could <laughs> include this. I'm going to talk about it. And I get there early with the speakers. I'm at the convention center, not far from your booth, Jack, eating something silently by myself. And I get kind of this SOS. Where are you? You got to be on stage in 15 minutes. I remember I had my arm in a sling because I had broken my arm. So I ran through this convention center to get to the session. So I hate that I got there late. Shout out to David Merrill, who I heard cried on stage and I missed what he said. To this day, I still haven't listened to the recording. So I feel a little discombobulated because I like to hear what was said before I get on stage so I can, you know, wrap that up, tie it in. But I guess I did okay. And David was great to interview. And thanks to Susie Perlman for sending me that text. I really thought the session was at one, not 11. Anyway, but at the end of the session, like it always happens, people come up to you to chat. And you're right, Haley, I remember was standing there online, so to speak. And when you told me, like, you're a student, and I mentioned, well, you know, the company I own, I worked at from graduating college. So I, too, my experience in events was exactly like yours as a student. Yeah. And there really wasn't an industry known for that. It was a paragraph in an advertising book. So I know we chat a little bit, and then you handed me your business card. 
I remember this. I was very impressed that you had a business card because when I went to the first ILEA, International Live Event Association, which, which is now, which was ISIS, the International Special Event Society event. I remember mm-hmm. meeting Joe Jeff Goldblatt, the founder of it at the welcome desk and Janet Lee, who's no longer involved, said, well, where's your business card? I said, business card? I had my resumes in one of those like fake leather folders so they wouldn't be folded, the resumes. It was a really yeah. nice paper. No one cares about it. Yeah, what do you know from printed resumes? Anyway, my love. <laughs> so, and it was a two-page resume. And everyone said you shouldn't have it, but I had all my events. I did school. And I remember her saying to me, you don't have a business card. And I'm thinking, oh my God, I'm going to be a failure. That was the first thing I ever did as a student just like you to get into this mm-hmm. business. So you had the business card. You were like part two of me. And then I said, mm-hmm. come on, we're going to a trade show floor, right? And yeah. you just came with us. You were part of our caravan. And that was yes. it. And what booth did we go to first after we see people on the way? And I kept talking and juicing to you. What booth did we go to first? Mr. Jacks. Exactly. <laughs> wow. I didn't, I didn't, oh my God, I, you got I, Kaylee. Okay, so we went to Jack's booth that you were talking about. And then we walk the trade show floor and I introduce you to people. And I normally do that with Jamie Oristano at all the shows. He wears my empire lanyard for a million years. And it was just fun to do it, not alone, but with you, because you had new eyes seeing everything. Yeah. And that was really exciting for me because we all get very jaded in our business and we think we've seen it all, but we're constantly educated. And it was exciting seeing that with you and you held your own. You introduced yourself to everyone. I didn't have to say, listen, if you introduce yourself, it'd be good. You just did it yourself. You told them what you're doing. It was so exciting. Then when we got to the Live Events Coalition booth, which was across from the search booth, and you've been involved with search locally, we did a whole cute video and Nancy Schaefer, the president of search, excuse me, the president of the Live Events Coalition nationally, as I'm the founder here, co-founder here in New York, New Jersey, we did a video and it was just so exciting to see you there. And, you know, Live Events Coalition's advocacy to help people, but I'm glad they found just a little money to be able to support you to go. Or we actually, you know, had from a special event and creator source to provide that to you. But then just yeah. to wrap it up, and I want you to talk about this. Yeah. But talk about the leadership lunch, the Steve Kimball leadership lunch. And so, so all of these things, Haley, all of these things are yeah. why you're on the podcast today, because when the show was over. Yes. Jacqueline and I were talking about your energy and it really was contagious and it was inspirational to some slightly more senior people in the industry. And and we, we talked about what you would be like as a guest and we, and you know what, without any hesitation, Jacqueline's like, she'll be awesome. Let's do it. I want to be a part of it. Yeah. Jackson, what do you think? What do you mean? What do I think? She's now (laughs) part of us. You are in this wacky, crazy group that we've been friends with. I mean, there are people that I've been friends with my entire career that Jack yeah. is, has had on this podcast. And now you're the up and coming. We have a lot to, uh, we're, we're expecting a lot from you, potentially buying my company. Yeah. Might be one. <laughs> so, okay, so, so I don't want to give you any pressure, but for every other college kid that's listening to this broadcast right now, if they're not inspired mm-hmm. by you, well, then it's all going to be because of you. So if they are conversely very inspired by you, it's also because of you. And now yeah. the floor is all yours, Haley. Tell us what it was all like and what is this month been Six and a, six and a half weeks been since your whole experience at Cater Source Special Event. Yes. Well, I have to say, like, I feel like if I didn't go, my world would be completely different right now. My, I feel like my whole perspective on the industry and my entire professional relationships with people have changed because I've gotten to network one-on-one and I wouldn't have any of you in my life to help guide me and just support me in that way. So I thank you all for being so welcoming to me and making me feel 
really welcome to this industry. Hi, right, Jacqueline. High five. Put your hand up, Jacqueline. Yes. Right, high welcome. five. High five. I can't do two hands at the same time. High five, everybody. Okay. Back at you. Are we allowed yes. to do these things? The little, oh, yes. A little heart on the screen. Well, it goes right back at you because hearing you all speak and really like show your support for the industry by going on panels and educating everybody is something that I think I was missing out on with like practicing for myself because I did a lot of like, okay, I need to meet with this person and I just want to hear what they have to say and learn, 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 which I still am doing, but now I need to learn and then preach it myself. And I think that's something that as a young student, it's like sometimes nerve wracking to practice what you preach in a way because I'm still learning and going through those experiences that make me better. But since Cater Source, I've been able to like really understand that you all practice what you preach every single day by going up and speaking to everybody. Well, we, try. And then, well, we try and we fake it as best we possibly can. <laughs> well, you're faking it pretty well, <laughs> if that's the case. And I think I've like tried to incorporate that into my life after Cater Source because I'm at ASU. I run Entertainment Business Association. And we, that's all what we do. We talk about every part of the industry and help inspire students like myself. And now I get to lead like a pack of people just like me. And I've learned so much from you all that I feel pretty well prepared to practice what I preach and inspire others. So. Oh my God. That is perfect. Oh, I'm Kvelling over yeah. here. How about you, yes. Kvelling. Kvelling <laughs> means it's Yiddish. Like you, you're overwhelmed by what you're saying that it, it's Aww. your truth and it's, and we believe it. We're in it. We're supporting it. Yeah. So I, I, though, I, Can yeah, I just add so one thing, Jack? What else are you doing there besides your little, you got a bunch of other side things going on. Is that, and I, I would love to encourage you to get some of your people together and come back on the show another time with a round table that you can lead oh, talking yeah. about talking about how students, young people can make a positive impact in our industry. I would love to, but I'm definitely involved in a lot because I think I'm still trying to learn. Like I know I want to do events, but now I have to hone in on what I really want to do within this industry. I think seeing you all be advocates for it, I know that's like top of my list. No matter what I do, I want to be an advocate for the industry. But I'm involved at ASU in a programming and activities board where we are doing activities for all of the students and the students, we have a lot of them, like over a hundred thousand. <laughs> so I'm running the I'm the director of the Devil Palooza concert, which is every spring. So it's a huge festival this year and just helping direct some of those events. And there's, well no, as, there's no COVID in Arizona, from what I understand. So it's definitely there. It's here. We're adapting. We're masking up. But as event professionals, that's what you have to do. So have to adapt to the situation. So still all the mandates are in place for us and we want to be as safe as possible, but that's what I do at ASU is more on the student-based events. And then now I'm also interning with Deggy Entertainment while I work at Endless Events and yes. Operations. Yeah, in operations. And so we're doing everything. Endless yeah. Events does podcasts too. Yes, right? they do. Yes, yes with mm -hmm. um, Brant, Brant and, Brant and um, oh God. Dewey. Will. Oh yeah. Well, yeah, and then Event Brew Podcast. Yes, there's so many. So we should be, maybe Jack, we collaborate on a podcast within a podcast or something. Do a podcast. <laughs> why not? Yeah, pod podcast. Pod podcast. Yeah. You can start a whole new thing. It'll be called the Pod Pods. You know, something that Haley was mentioning before when I said I wanted to say one thing, because you were yeah. saying practice what you preach. The interesting part is, is that we didn't 
practice or produce, we were all on pause. Look, I got more peas in there. Yeah. We're peas in the pod together. <laughs> we, we, you know, when you go to events and you talk about what you do, mm-hmm. we really had nothing to reference to back this past year plus, right? We were, we did a couple little events here and there. You know, if, if someone said in April, I got an event, you know, a couple thousand dollars, we'd applaud them as opposed to a couple hundred thousand dollars. But we don't forget of what we used to do and we're doing it differently. And I don't want to say new normal or get back to normal. It just, it is what it is. You know, yeah. we're just going to move forward with it. And I think as much as it's a hard time, if anyone's looking for a job in this industry, I think it's an interesting time. It's a rebirth. A lot of mm-hmm. us are changing out businesses. I feel like I have a startup 27-year-old company. And the company I own is actually, what's what's 1982 to now? Oh my God. What year would that be? Oh my God. 29 years old? Yeah. Yes. yeah. Something around there. Wait, uh, Jacqueline, that's 39 years. Oh my God. The company I own, oh dear God, started in 82. I was never there. I own a 39-year-old company, but I've owned it for 27 years, only working there a couple of years prior. My point yeah. I'm trying to make is- How's that possible when you're only 32? Yes. Those are the guys I date. So <laughs> I shouldn't be saying those things. Sorry, Jack. But my point is, is that we are all seeing this as we go forward. Me, Jack's company, anyone that's listening- It's just the way it is. It's new. It's a rebirth. It's a rebuild. It's restructure. We're not necessarily going to do things the way we did it before. Our clients need to understand that bandwidth is challenging. And I think as much as it's difficult, still you're you're still a student. It's not like you're out looking for a job right today. I think it's an interesting time for you. Um, And I think it's an interesting time for someone like you to be part of companies like ours. I have to figure out a way you can work on a project with us just because I I love, 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 love your energy. And that's what I mentioned about when I was honored with the Steve Kimball yes. Leadership Award of Excellence at the show, which I was a surprise. And I referenced you from the stage. I have a bazillion people to thank, which I didn't remember to thank, but I referenced you because we brought you to the <laughs> yes. leadership lunch. I see you as the future. And I knew that people said that to me. So I want to embrace that. I mean, what was that like for you, if you don't mind me asking? That was that. crazy. The fact that you like, I just was brought along to this leadership lunch that I didn't even have a ticket for. Jacqueline pulled some strings, got me a ticket. And I didn't even expect, like, I think the thing I learned about that whole conference and the experience is like, I can put so much pressure on myself to be like, I want this to happen. I want to go to this. I'm going to do this by this day. You just have to go with the flow. And that's like where the most magical things happen. And that's how I met you. So the leadership lunch was just crazy being in a room of like such like amazing, incredible professionals in our industry that are so well-respected. Everybody, they think that's the biggest thing that, like you talk a lot about how the world is changing in events and how you're like, you're starting over because you there's a new life to live and a new event world to build. But I think the one thing that has stayed the same is like, I got to see how much you all respect each other and how much you are not com- competitors. You're like colleagues in the industry, which was just very like, amazing to see but by you shouting me out at this leadership lunch in a room where I'm like how did I even get in here like sitting there with imposter syndrome like this is crazy that was like mind-blowing to me because you didn't have to do that at all and you just went out of your way to do it after you're like crying on stage you thought of me Jack you weren't there your son was there taking pictures yes but yeah, yeah you thought of me that's absolutely crazy. And I remember I'm going to be a little like 
nerd right now, but I was like texting my mom after. I was like, mom, you won't believe what just happened. So just be thankful <laughs> that she didn't call you out because your pants were unzipped or something, because she will do that too. You know, publicity either way, I guess, is good. So <laughs> wow, she knows everything, doesn't she? Oh my goodness. That's right. As long as you're out there being talked about, doesn't matter what it is. <laughs> wow. But I think um, and, and I think what's important about that, I'm sorry, Jack, is that. I might say things on stage that I shouldn't. I, I'm very New York, very Brooklyn. I think I said, are you kidding me about winning this award? I was very mm -hmm. emotional. I did not. I need to somehow write it all out and post it so I could thank everyone that I needed to. However, it's about respect. Some might say, she's a little crazy. She's a little wild. She says a lot of stuff, but I respect her. I, I you know, she, her advocacy and what she does for the industry. And Jack too, mm -hmm. Jack, Jack, I love, he's a pain in the tushy, but people <laughs> respect what Jack's done. All my award-winning events have mm -hmm. all been Jack Hartsman and Monica Vidal's images. They've, yes. they've taken them all. So you, you know what? It's, you can, I, that adage, you work hard, play hard. Yeah, we party, we're crazy, but we work hard and we believe in what we're doing. And you said something interesting about people in the room being you know, respected and colleagues. There are people in that room that some might say, well, you're an event producer here, you're an event producer there. We work together. Michael yeah. Subelli and his team, David Merrill and his team, Steve Kimball, we've worked on projects together. We're not competitors. And yeah. now more than ever, now more than ever, when our bandwidth has been crazed, we need to look to those companies and say, I normally would do this internally with my employees. I unfortunately had to furlough them. I need you on my team. And that's, mm -hmm. that's how we're going to work together. And it doesn't matter where we physically are. Just because you're in Arizona doesn't mean that we can't work with you. Right, Jack? Yes. Something like that. So Haley. I know. So one of the other reasons I love to bring Jacqueline on the program, and she's she's probably actually been the most, I think she definitely holds down the record the most times on the Visual Wow podcast. In <laughs> one, I don't have to talk as much when she's on the show. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I'm so because sorry. She, runs, she runs the whole show. It's totally okay, Jack. Haley, what is in the future for you? Um, mm -hmm. What I want people, you don't have to give out your email address unless you want to. We'll put it in the show notes. I want you yeah. to... I want you to be able to accept emails from other college students and people who can reach out to you to understand that the future is now. The, the young people should not be afraid of, of the veteran people in our industry. Uh, we're here to help, yeah. but they got to come along with the same attitude that you come along with. And gosh, I, seriously, even just seeing you right now on the screen and, and just bantering with Jacqueline and myself, you hold your own kid. And you really are a testament to, oh. to the youth and to <laughs> what the future of our industry uh, hopefully will look like. Well, thank you so much. I think what you touched on, like helping share what I've done to other college kids my age, I think what I've learned from you all is like your resources to each other. Just like Jacqueline just said, you can, you're not competitors. You're going to team up with the Cervelli team or things like that. And I think that's what I've learned is that it's easy my age to be like, I'm going to do this for me. But then now seeing you all work together and be resources to each other, I realized like you can be well respected and like still killing it on your own things in the industry, as long as you're a resource to others. Like that's how you build those connections. So definitely I've brought that into my life as a student at ASU trying to still go about inspiring other students. But What's in store next for me? That's a great question. I feel like I'm just trying to do as much and get as many experiences as I can. So that way, once I graduate, I have this whole Rolodex of names and connections and 
things to do and experiences that I've had so I can be applicable to any situation in the industry. But currently, I'm gearing up to start planning for the Devil Palooza concert. That's like a 10,000 plus attendee concert. And that's like a dream. I can't believe I get to even do that. It's a go, Jack. Yes. Oh my gosh. (laughs) Well, I'm thinking that Jack and I ought to come out there and and be your corral. But if nothing else, I know some photographers that would love to come out there. I We've got a great new product called Spot My Photos would be a great addition (laughs) to your big show. And and I'm speaking uh, on behalf of Jacqueline and myself and, mm-hmm. and all the senior people in our industry. Haley, it's a two-way street. Stop saying yeah. senior. We Just we been around. It's a two-way street, honey. We are we are thrilled to have you on the show. We're thrilled to have you in the industry with your energy and your tenacity. But you need to understand that it's okay for you to reach out to us, not only to ask for advice, but ask for help. Be yeah. a part of your team. There's no qualification on that other than the fact that if the dates line up and everything else lines up, then we're all in it together. So you can absolutely, absolutely feel free to call on us for that kind of stuff. Well, thank you so much. I definitely, life is crazy. And I think that's one of the things I've been balancing is like, I have so many great mentors now in my life after Cater Source that I'm like, oh no, I got to set aside a whole freaking week to reconnect with these people. But I think what I've learned the most is like, you all are really meaningful connections in my life. So don't worry. I'll, I'll be in touch for sure. Especially um, with spot me photos. Cause that was really cool. But yes, that would be great. Well, just spot me photos is actually Jacqueline's opening up the Irish version of the program. Spot me photo. spot me photos, And Ellie's <laughs> obviously picked up on that here in America. We call it spot my photos. But I do say uh, spot me photo. And oh, uh, no. shout out to Ryan Jacobs and the great product that he's developed by yes. Haley, as we wrap up, Jacqueline, I'm going to let you get your last word in. I'm sorry, but there's a certain time limit that we do to make sure people want to listen to the show. Haley, I really want, I really want you to know that we, we, we love what you're about. Your enthusiasm truly is contagious. We encourage you to help other students be a part of our, our great industry that's taking care of people like Jacqueline and myself for so long. Is there a part of the Cater Source experience, the TSC experience, besides meeting the incomparable Jacqueline Bernstein, is there something that that really stands out as like the pinnacle event or the pinnacle moment or the trade show or or one of the outside, uh, one, one of the events? What stands out as the one thing that you can remember? Well, I guess that's hard not including Jacqueline in that because she did make, like if I could go back and when I was telling all my like colleagues and coworkers about Cater Source, like Jacqueline was a big part of that story. But I would definitely say that the second day for the trade show floor, I think my experience would have been very different if I didn't have Jacqueline. But I think if I say I a different world, just walked it myself, I think it's still an opportunity to connect with people and people are open to connecting. It's not like somebody sitting on a chair, like in their phone and drinking their coffee and you go up to them and like introduce yourself, which is can be a little bit, it's not the like moment you want to meet somebody. You have to be strategic with it if, to make a good connection. So I think the trade show floor is definitely the best day to connect the most because everybody's open to meeting new people. As much as I loved you before you came on the program, just seeing Jacqueline speechless. I mean, you, you deserve a gold medal for that just unto yourself. <laughs> you are amazing. You know, when I went to that first ISIS, now ILEA meeting, and I met Joe Jeff Goldblatt, again, who was the founder of the organization and he's my mm-hmm. event papa and he's actually going to be coming into New York. He lives in um, Edinburgh now. Yeah. He said to me, I'll never, ever forget this. 
He said, I see that the college students, students are the future of this industry. And what's interesting, he had a great event company. He did a lot of great events and vote respected. And then he left that and went, he actually founded at George Washington University, the event management program. And he's traveled, oh. he worked with Temple, he worked with Johnson and Wales. I was on his alumni board of directors. I wore a cap and gown, sat on stage with him at a graduation. He's teaching over in Scotland. So mm-hmm. he went to that side of the students. And here I am now saying that exact line that Joe Jeff said to me that when I went to that first ISIS ILEA meeting as a student, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm telling that to you. And I've been around a couple of years. It's full circle and it it makes me just feel good. Or, you know, when you say things when you get a little bit older, not so much for you, and you go, Oh my God, that's my mother. I'm saying exactly what she would say. But it's mm-hmm. heartwarming, even though it was a crazy thing they used to say. That's how I feel right now. That oh. it's so heartwarming that I'm able to pass that on to you. And I just, you'll buy my company and I said it on stage. But <laughs> You know, it's very hard for those of us in our industry. I used to want to hire all people that were like me, nice, cute mm-hmm. little Jewish girls that are very outgoing. And then you <laughs> really have to hire people that know what they're doing, think like you, embody you. And I think you're a part of that. We can we can mold you, but you yeah. already come with your own, there's a Yiddish word for, I don't know, I can't, chutzpah maybe, or your own <laughs> essence of who you yeah. are and why to be in the events business. So we can take you from there and you're going to do things your own way. You know, we say at our company, it's the empire way, right? Or a lot of the yeah. Jack way. And I am stern. And I might be a pain in the tushy to people about, but there's a way we want to do it. And you now can do that for yourself. I'm going to learn, but I have a Halley way. I want to do things. Yeah. Make that your brand. That's, we didn't even know about doing brands and social <laughs> media when we started. We didn't have, we used a fax machine, but I. And, and not only the fax machine, Jack, but I think that the, the folders that you brought your resumes to, to that very first meeting. I think I saw them in the Smithsonian last week. No, I actually still <laughs> probably have them here somewhere because I don't throw anything away. You All probably right. have everything digitally. So you, I really hope people listen to this and see it here. Are you going to show this visually somewhere, Jack? Something like that. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I think it's going to be on the evening news next week. Um, that you are the future of this. And we've said it every year, but I think this is a different time to look to that future. And there's a lot of us out there that are going to help mold you, but to mold you to do it your own way. Yeah. That's, I that's think, what we've done. That's uh, what Jack and I have done. No, shout out to ASU. They do not realize, I hope they do, but I doubt that they realize that the gold mine that they have sitting yes. inside <laughs> of you, young lady. And, uh, and Jacqueline and I, we wish you all the best of luck. And do know, I'm, I'm going to say it a hundred times, you have us as a resource. It's not name dropping when you're in the middle of a meeting. You're like, I don't know the answer, but I know where I can find the answer. That's All right. It. It's not name dropping. That's called being resourceful. Yes. And, and our industry resourceful is how we get to the finish line. So yeah. know that we are all here for you and for your colleagues and really keep up the good work. Jacqueline, any, any last wrap up? I'm honored to be here. I'm glad to be your multiple guest. Isn't that an honor? Like on Saturday Night Live. Who was that? <laughs> What's yeah, most, most times on stage, yes, this I time really, is the host. I really would love to do this more often. Mm-hmm. So I'm honored, Jackie. I never say the word Jackie, but to you, I do. Other Jack for having me for this and, and what you've done. You also, let me, this is a great last one before I get to the little one here. You also have done something. You shook it up. You know, it was a pivot. 
as I hate to use that word during this time, your visual wow. Meanwhile, you're doing podcasts like an oxymoron, but interesting. <laughs> but you obviously are one of the best photographers ever. But what you've done with this podcast has been incredible. People, my business partner, Robert Holsmeyer, listens to him all the time. And he's built, busy building all the vaccination sites that we've been doing during the pandemic. But this one here, again, I don't know how much more that I could say that I love you. You enrich my experience at special event. Like I always said, where's oh. Kelly? I need to have her here. You know, and I'm thinking, <laughs> I, I just met you. And we're with people yeah. I've known for 25 plus years. So thank you for making that an enriching coming back experience for me. And as we all come back into this profession and however we're going to do it differently, but we, uh, we didn't come this far and just come this far. I credit that to Lisa Gardner, that mm-hmm. phrase. And um, I'm not shy to cry what we went through. We're going through it again. I feel like we're pandemic 2.0, but yeah. if we're just resourceful without people, we can be in this industry and see what it's going to be as we survive to the other side. I love that. Well, thank you both very, very much for even thinking of me. You've like changed my life. I feel like I have so much more growth that I've gone through in the past couple of months from Cater Source than ever in my life. And definitely, um, like you said, I'm here to learn from everybody. So I'm totally open to anyone sparking a conversation with me in the future. That's awesome. I'm Jacqueline. I'm, I'm seriously like choked up about her. Oh my gosh. Can we all cry together at the end? Absolutely not. We cannot cry. We are not crying on camera. It's not going to happen. I was going to try not to say anything else because I think I ended it with what I had said, but Mm -hmm. you should also know listeners out there that Jack has been a mentor to two people in his life that are epitomized what's happened in the industry. But Jack's son, David is a fabulous photographer in his own right. And mm-hmm. he is leading event. He sent his son, Jack sent his son, David, because Jack couldn't to cover the leadership lunch by himself. So that yeah. proves what a, what a leader and what a great photographer and a great person. You have to be a good person, to be a good photographer. No one wants yeah. to have a weird photographer taking your pictures. And mm-hmm. now Jack's daughter, Deanna, named after Deanna Troy on Star Trek, who I knew when she was pregnant. Well, not when she was pregnant, when she, before she was born. Whose birthday is today, by the way. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. It's her birthday. So how old is she? Do we talk about people's ages? Uh, when you're only 27, you can say that. Yes, I guess so. And she worked with Jack on an event we just did last week together. And she is very much like you. You met her at special event. Mm-hmm. Lovely and out there and talkative. And I should only have been so blessed to have children that one could take over my business one day, but be yeah. in my business, work side by side together. She called you Jack at the event. I said, well, that's not Jack. She at events, I call him Jack, but otherwise she calls you dad. And that <laughs> proves why Jack gets choked up about you because Jack is doing exactly what he's talking to you about. And he's done it with his two children. Yeah. You didn't have a honor. podcast with your two children, Jack. You know, they're really great kids. Oh, well, you should be on a podcast. And we can't forget Monica. Monica's having a difficult time right now with her mom in Peru, but Monica is a great partner and wife to Jack and partner in business. And, you know, it's a family affair. And although I'm an only yes. child, I don't have my parents anymore. And I, you know, I'm a family of cousins and friends, people in this industry and in my family. And I think you learned that when we were away. I wish you got there a couple of days early. We were all at the pool together in the beach. Yeah. We you know, I, I I'm going to, I'm going to give a shout out to my son, but it's actually to you, Jacqueline, and we'll take it out of the cater source circle just real quickly. I thought we were wrapping up, but I think it's too important. No, I think it's too important to, to, to not mention what happened last year, just before COVID. And uh, Haley, I don't know if you know about this, but Jacqueline saw a Facebook post uh, about three years ago 
She saw a Facebook post. It's somebody that long ago, was it? It was a year and a half. It was like a year before COVID. That was two and a half years ago. And Jacqueline saw a Facebook post that a colleague of hers needed a photographer in Denver where David lives. The irony of that colleague, it's the son of another dear friend of ours. And Jacqueline, I'll let you finish the story. So Richard Carbati was a very close friend of ours. I think you might know the name. You definitely know his sons, uh, Evan and Jordan Carbati. And, you know, we've all lost people in our life, family members that are older. But Richard Carbati was in my home right there on a Friday night after a special event. And then on Monday, he had a heart attack. And unfortunately, later that week, he had passed away. And it was just devastating to all of us because for me, that was like one of my first friends that ever died. And um, but his sons, Evan and Jordan, like David and Deanna, have been reared up in Richard's crazy world of design. And they, you know, they've actually used to go their own way. They'd say, Dad, we can't do this. Richard, of course, would say, this is how we're doing this. And, you know, Evan and Jordan, so different, but such great brothers. And it was Evan's wife, Ingrid, Mm -hmm. that posted this online looking for the photographer. And of course, you know, I tagged Jack and Monica and I explained to Ingrid, I'm sure you know Jack and Monica from going to the conferences and with your husband, Evan, and and brother-in-law, Jordan. But Monica and Jack also had a very close relationship with Richard. And I said, so what a beshert, as we say in Hebrew, it was great that David then did this event, photographed this event for them in Denver, but just from looking at a Facebook post. So that's the power of sharing. That Facebook post might've been on Jamie Oristano's Find Them. It might've been, or it might've just been random, but see, we love talking about our people. I hope all these yeah. people that we're talking about, listen. I, so, I, the, the part that I was hoping you were going to go and you plowed right past it is that sorry. because it's okay. It's okay. It's just very interesting. What's important is slightly different depending on which side of the story you're on to yeah. Jacqueline. It was solving a client need. The client happened to be a friend. The friend happened to be, you know, the sister or the daughter-in-law of, of our dear right. friend, Richard. To me, it's the fact that my son and Richard's son were working together in Denver without Jacqueline or me involved or Richard, may he rest in peace. Right. And, and it's sort of like the next generation continuation of what yeah. we love so much. And, yep. and that is the part of this industry that just keeps on giving that you young lady and your friends at Arizona State University are now a part of. And, uh, and we hope you can continue on that legacy. Yes. Well, I'm going to do my best to try. (laughs) All right, everybody. This is the Visual Wow podcast. We are just absolutely delighted to have had uh, Haley Fadden on the show from Arizona State University and uh, the incomparable Jacqueline Bernstein, Empire Force Events, New York City. We're here for you. You can find out more at visualwow.com. You can send me emails. Let me know that you enjoyed the show. Jack at visualwow.com. Until next time, I've got a great face for radio. We'll see you then. Take care. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to Visual Wow. If you like what you heard, like us on Facebook, Twitter, and tell your friends. Go to visualwow.com for more info. If you didn't like what you heard, just keep it to yourself. Know a pro we should be talking to on the show? Drop us a line. Talk with you next time on Visual Wow.